Hey guys, welcome to Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I am Bones. And this episode is very special because it is in collaboration with Kwentong Jollibee. Yes, this is Kwentong Behind Relationship Goals. So for those who are uninitiated or who haven't noticed, Kwentong Jollibee is a series of videos that Jollibee has been producing for past several years already. Wow, yeah. They've been coming out with these videos around Valentine's Day and each episode always has some sort of who got who got our lesson or something that everyone can relate to yes especially with the theme in february which is the theme of love theme of love lahat naman yata nakaka-relate kung meron ka mang jowa o wala makaka-relate ka talaga yes and i'm personally very very excited because kwentong jollibee sounds very similar to the philosophy that behind relationship goals has yeah it does because in retrospect we are talking about relationships and we're talking about our loves yeah our love and the ups and downs that we have in real life okay so before we proceed we would like to ask everybody to subscribe to our podcast here on youtube behind relationship goals and at the same time subscribe to Jollibee studios they have a youtube channel type that up in the search bar and just click subscribe yeah and you can see all the quantong Jollibee videos there and you also know that this podcast is really happening because we have our podcasting shoes on. What's up? What's up? Got and my maglev booties on. And I have my Air Max 1 slash 97. And you thought they were 98s. But either way, the meat of this podcast is us being able to relate our own lives, stories, and experiences to the Quentong Jollibee videos. Now, they came out with three of those videos this year. And we're going to start with... We're going to start with the first video of the three, which is called Hashtag Couple Goals, which is actually pretty cool because if you think about the whole essence of the video, it's really about technology and what you see on social media and what happens on social media is totally different from what happens in real life. Okay, so give me a gist. What exactly, for our viewers out here and listeners, what's the gist of the video of Hashtag Couple Goals? So based on what... I interpreted as Ang nakita ko, the girl was posting happy moments that she would have with her boyfriend. But in reality, they were both having a hard time seeing each other. It was a struggle for them because each one had different parang shifts in their work. So behind the scenes, they were actually having internal problems that hindi mo nakakita on social media. On social media, it's all happy. It's all good. Okay, so whatever was going on in social media was not matching whatever was happening between them internally. Yes. And I wanted to start off about talking about this episode mm-hmm. because it relates so well to Behind Relationship Goals. Yes, because the reason why we put up hashtag Behind Relationship Goals is because you see our Instagram posts and when people would comment, they would be like, oh, you guys are couple goals just like the title of that video and you see us having coffee in these amazing places we get to travel uh we get to do cool things because of our work in gma Mm -hmm. and on tv but we wanted to come out with this podcast so that we can get more in depth with with what actually goes on behind all those posts and all those pictures and all the vlogs because for us it's important for people to know that as nice as social media can seem, there's still so much struggle and fight and perseverance required to be able to make a relationship happy. 
And when people would ask us, how do you keep a relationship that long? It's not always going to be good times. There are rough patches. There are bad times. And those are the stories that we wanted to share with everyone on the podcast. Okay. So one of the themes that we would also like to discuss in relation to hashtag couple goals video is how technology has played a role in our relationship and how it's affected it. Yeah. And obviously, it's affected it greatly in so many ways because social media is part of our work. And that directly affects our lives, yeah. the quality of life that we have. And I would like to talk about vlogging okay, because that's very personal to me. I'm the vlogger here in this relationship. <laughs> and I started vlogging around nine years ago. So picture this. I was in GMA. We do teleseries. And the hours for teleseries are crazy. It's very, very hectic. It's very physically tiring. Mm -hmm. And when I decided that I wanted to try vlogging, I didn't want it to feel like work. I knew there was an opportunity to make an income on it. But... If it felt like work, it was like I was doing two jobs unnecessarily yeah. because I was already happy with the teleseries and GMA. So to be able to find a solution to that dilemma that I had, this is what I came up with. Okay. When it came to vlogging, it was going to be a video diary of our lives. Yes. And the final product or the final edit would be such a video that I would want to be able to show to our future kids, our kids cousins, Family. brothers, and sisters to help keep them up to date. So instead of me having to take photos para I send dun sa mga group chats yeah. namin, I'm just gonna take clips and string them together to create a story that I can tell to my friends whom I don't always get to see. Yeah, because the main essence of your vlog before was just for storytelling. It wasn't to gain followers. It yeah. wasn't to make money or anything the main goal was to share stories to family and friends and it just so happened that other people enjoyed it as well yeah so basically naging bonus na lang if other people enjoyed watching the vlogs and uh, true enough i think that is what has been happening so i'm very very thankful because at the same time that does motivate me to a certain extent yeah but it's really important that i gave myself a genuine purpose to create vlogs and that was for personal consumption and personal memories and it still is the up main point, goal yes. of up the to vlog this, up to this day nine years later it's still the main goal of my vlog and that's the reason i think why it's become so sustainable because if it felt like work the moment i got super tired i might get burnt out i might get burnt out and just completely yeah. stop doing it so this way there's no pressure to come out with it. And we don't even pressure ourselves when yeah. we shoot the vlog. We shoot what we want. We shoot what we enjoy. We shoot when we want and when we feel like it. And we don't, yeah, we don't push ourselves to the limit. So I think we should relate that situation of ours to the present couples, especially the millennial and Gen Z couples who grew up having Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, there is that pressure sometimes, especially for the influencers and mm -hmm. the micro-influencers who want to be able to capture that perfect moment and put in so many hours just to capture that perfect moment. Pero in real life, they might not be that happy anymore. Alam mo yung pag uh, you're having such a great moment with your significant other and then all of a sudden somebody goes, take a picture of this moment, take a picture of this moment. Medyo nakaka-pressure. Like, um, girl, how am I gonna enjoy this moment? Kung gusto mo na ulitin ko, yung expression ko or yung reaction ko. Yeah, yeah. So it, it takes away talaga. And it, yeah. I, I think you need to find the balance between what you think is glam and 
patok for social media and for your own fulfillment and your own happiness. Because if all you're looking for is something to post on social media, you might not ever find happiness in your actual personal life and yeah. own personal memories. I think that that can segue into the way that I used to perceive social media before. Okay, how is that? Um, when Instagram first came out, I just saw it as a way to post pictures, just like random photos, okay. what I enjoyed. And it was fun at first. And then slowly, it started becoming a form of work, some point a form of validation, because every time... Every time I would post, let's say, a selfie, I would get way more likes than po posting a photo of, let's say... You drinking coffee. Me drinking coffee or me enjoying something that I liked. I was like, well, I guess people aren't interested in what I like. They just want to see my face. So I'm just going to post my face. Yeah, okay, wait. I'm gonna, uh, I am going to piggyback off what Bones just said because I was reminded. I remember this time. There really was this time where Bones would only just post glam shots, beauty shots selfies because yun yung maraming likes and I was like dude why don't you post about the things that you enjoy and then I told him because nobody likes them and I was like it doesn't matter because you're looking at the number why is it that the number is the most important part and that that number of likes takes precedence over how happy you are with what you post because I knew she wanted to post about her games her coffee our goofy moments mm -hmm. but she was scared because she was so concerned with that number of likes and number of comments, engagement. But sometimes people do need reminding. And I think at that point, she, Megan needed reminding that, hey, you have to balance things out. Yes, our social media is part of work. But at the same time, what's the point of having so much work but not being happy at all? And now, if you realize, uh, Bones and I post a lot of goofy photos, a lot of mm -hmm. insider videos and intimate moments, which I feel actually shows a lot more of our personality. Yeah. It shows, I don't think people knew that Bones was such a goofball. <laughs> they always thought I was so serious. Yeah, or para people <laughs> thought that she was super maarte, or a beauty queen. But she has a very uh, goofy Ken side and kenkoi side, which I think now people see when they look at her Instagram mm -hmm. and my Instagram. And I think that's very nice to be able to see. It doesn't always have to be glam. Yeah, I mean, I try to balance it. Nah, it's still a platform for work, but also a platform for people to get to know you more. And I think that's something that you should always keep in mind. It's not always about, quote-unquote, the gram or how cool your Instagram feed looks. I mean, sometimes it could always be about something what you like. No harm in that. Yeah, and maybe just a reminder, um, maybe just a reminder for those out there I think that the media and what we see on the internet and other social media platforms is there's so much pressure to be able to match up with all the glossy shots that they see. But for me, if you actually go the other way and make it very personal, it actually becomes very easy. Because how easy is it to be yourself? It is glam, but personal. Yeah. Your captions can be personal instead of <laughs> just an emoji, which I used to do. For me, hindi ka maubusan ng content 
if you treat technology with a personal touch. Mm -hmm. Because whatever happens to you during the day, for me, is valid. And if people are interested in your lives, if you have friends and family who want to know what's happening, I think they would appreciate those kinds of posts a bit more. And another way that technology has intertwined itself into our lives is something that you guys have most definitely noticed is obviously through... Gaming. (laughs) (laughs) So back in 2019, the gaming vibes of Bones and Fofo just skyrocketed. We got, we deep dove back into games, starting with Ragnarok, um, Endless Frontier, Metal Slug Infinity for myself. Pokemon. Megan became a Facebook streamer. So gaming all of a sudden became such a huge part of our lives. Again. But but what people may not know is that there were a lot of big issues that we had to deal with to make it a smooth transition. And these issues were? What's one issue that you remember? With us in gaming? Yeah. Well, one thing that I remember is the reason why we stopped gaming in the first place is because we had the tendency to go overboard with our games. Meaning we wouldn't be able to manage our time. Like... It was at that point, we were so into games that sometimes we would forget about work. And that was so bad for us because I remember you would play Dota till four in the morning and you would have a 6 a.m. call time. Yeah. I remember that. So I became very, very irresponsible. And not just irresponsible towards work, but I would say also irresponsible towards your partner, which is very similar to the hashtag couple goals video. Video, because you would play till early morning and I would be at your house and I'm like, what am I doing here? I was like, I'm going to go home. Yeah, there was no time. There was no time for one another. So when we got back into gaming last year, 2019, we made it a point to come up with basically rules mm-hmm. to govern how we game. So when it came to Ragnarok, we would actually make it a point to play together. Yes, always. We have to play together. So we were hitting two birds with one stone. We were satisfying our gaming urges. But at the same time, we were doing it together. So because I'm like, oh my God, I'm gaming with Bones. And she's like, oh my God, I'm gaming with Fofo. And then we like take pictures in-game, join the same guilds together. Yeah, so... That I, I really I really liked how we actually openly discussed the issues that we had when we got into something new. Yeah. So we really to, uh, we really opened up to one another and said, "Hey, I'm afraid that we might take this too far. I'm afraid that we might not talk to each other anymore if we game too much." Yeah. So we opened that up to one another and we found a solution and yeah. And our solution was really to cut down on time make sure that we finish everything that we need to do before we start gaming. And, of course, to keep ourselves level-headed because gaming can get really intense and you can go overboard sometimes. Joke lang, ako pala yon. <laughs> ako yung pikon. <laughs> Alright. And to close the hashtag couple goals video, there was a quote that came out. It mm-hmm. said, true love is not about making it perfect. It's about making it work together. Yes. And... I resonate with this line so much because I'm not looking for perfection. I don't know if I've ever told you that. perfect. Joke. But okay, no, I'm really not looking for perfection because that's unattainable. I think it's something that is very unreasonable to ask of yourself. Of your partner as well. And of your partner and of your relationship. Yeah. I think something that would be more reasonable and more attainable is why don't you just be better people and yeah. a better couple 
each together. and every day. Yeah, it's about being and being together, working through good and bad times together, and just making it work. Like us, we found what would make gaming work for us. We found what would make us efficient with our lives and with gaming because we talked about it. We worked through it together. So part two of the series of Kwentong Jollibee was the video apart. And what really stood out to me was the independent woman. That lady was like, I'm an independent woman. I can do everything that I want and I kind of don't need a man, but you're there. So I'll let you be. Yeah, so in the video, dahil sobrang strong ng personality ng girl, natatapakan yung guy. Yeah, he was kind of ha- like a doormat there. Yeah, and it happens a lot. And I really, really like two scenes there. Because <laughs> I could relate on a personal level. So the very first scene was when they supposedly were planning to watch a K-drama together. And then all of a sudden, the girl bursts out, Oh, I'm in episode 6 na pala. Because <laughs> that is exactly what happened to me. Okay, <laughs> I will be very specific here. This was around three, four years ago. Stranger Things had just come out. Maybe five years ago even. I don't know. Basta. It was just a, the hottest show and everybody was talking about it. So, syempre, come here. We, wanted, we were curious. We wanted to watch it too. Yeah. So, Bones came over to my place and we said, okay, let's watch this. All yeah. right? Let's watch it together. So, we watched the first episode. Okay, we were hooked. I liked it. Was it was so good. It was good right off the bat. But... I got sleepy. And I said, hey, wait, I'm just going to rest my eyes. I'm going to take a nap. But I was really, really tired then. So she was like, yeah, okay, okay. You know what? We'll watch it together. I'll wait for you. So me, as tired as I was, <laughs> closed my eyes. Tulog agad. Bagsak. I wake up several hours later. <laughs> get up. And I see bones. Not lying down. Sitting down. And then she turns to me. With bloodshot, <laughs> super red eyes. And I look at her. I'm like, why do you look like that? And then I look down at the laptop. She was in the finale episode <laughs> of season one. I finished and I was the whole like, series. Oh my God. Did you watch the whole show without me? <laughs> I was like, yes. I'm so sorry. And because of that, to this day... I have never, ever seen another episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> and I am missing out because I heard it's an amazing series. It's really ano, good. Season 3, Season 4 na sila. You should probably... Pero dahil sayo. You should get over that already. Okay? It's, been it's years. her fault that I am missing out on an amazing piece of video culture. No. Okay. So let me throw it back at you. And because of that experience, every time we watch a new anime, iniiwanan mo na ako. Lagi ka nang nauuna. Hindi mo na ako hinihintay. Oh, 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 oh. I've become shameless. She <laughs> turned me into a shameless anime watcher. I don't want to wait for her anymore. Kahit na ako yun na like by 10 episodes, lalagpasan niya talaga o sasadyain niya talaga. We have Anime Food War, Sword Art Online, and Fairy Tale. Those three animes, Bones watched first. Eventually, I caught up and I surpassed her. And I finished all those animes before Before me. Hindi ko siya inantay. When she's sleeping, I'm watching. Gosh. Oh, yes. It Traidor. feels good. Traidor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just felt so connected to that scene. But of course, um, the issues present in the video apart, 
of course, those are real issues. Yes. Kami, we were making light of that issue. But for other couples, that can actually be a very, very serious thing. Yeah, and things, little things like that can add up and cause a real strain on a relationship. I think one of the things that we also could resonate with in that video was the personalities of the couple. And instead of the girl being independent in the relationship, in our relationship, you're the more independent one. I'm the independent go-getter. Yeah, and I am the not. <laughs> I am the not. I am the dependent one. You're the lazy bum. I used to be. No, no. Bones is very passive. That's a very mm. nice way of putting it, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much. I got you, Bonies. Year one of our relationship was us getting to know each other. And we realized that I was very aggressive. And I was very intense when I got into some, something. Yeah. When I got into something new. Something that I liked. Something that Kobe. I was eventually passionate about. And Bonizi was very wary. Very and always relaxed. avoiding new things. Yeah. And Scaredy if she cat. felt yeah, if she felt the slightest bit of fear, she would automatically just back out. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything if I was unsure of it. And I think the most beautiful one of the most beautiful aspects of our relationship, I don't know if I've told you this, mm-hmm. is how we were able to get the pros and cons of each person the pros of each personality and share that with one another. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so because I'll give an example. I'll give an example okay, first, okay. okay? So I'll give an example of how Bones was able to um, share in my intensity. Okay, because now, um, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, but idol Renny Bones is Kobe Bryant. And that's because, for me, the work ethic that he showed was something that I wanted to emulate. That I believe that when you work for something, even though you have to work harder for other than other people, it just makes it so much better. It makes the feeling so much better. So it rewarding. Makes it so rewarding. And I think that there's a big fear for some people that Daya must talented Why does he or she not have to work as hard as Mm-mm. I do? Mm-mm. But I'll take it the other way. My experience becomes so much richer because you work I hard. have to work harder and I will work harder. And when push comes to, to shove in a different situation, you will know how to get over it because you know how to work and persevere. And that person who is just talented and doesn't like working hard, mm-hmm. she or he won't be able to get through that obstacle. And one thing that I really got from you was I knew that I wasn't as talented as everyone else. And at I think it was like 2012 that I realized, man, I really need to do something about this. And that's when the Bayunsa pageant we talked about me joining the pageant and I had no idea what to do. But you always reminded me, Bones, you need to push it further. Do you want to win? Do something that other people aren't doing. Ask for more help. Ask, for, ask more questions. Do extra training. And because of that mindset that he helped instill in me, I really asked for more training. And I'm proud to say that I did a lot of hard work. For Bonizi's batch of queens, she quietly probably had the most extra work. She was the one who hit the gym every day. She had ex- extra makeup classes. She would ask for extra Q&A classes. Yeah. By so, myself. Hey, good job, Yay. Bonizi. Okay, okay, your turn, your turn. So what were the pros that I got from your personality? So Fofo can be very, very intense. He can be intense when he talks. He's intense when he's working out, 
when he's doing something that he's passionate about, when he's doing something that he has no idea what he's doing. He's just very intense. And sometimes it can be perceived as you have like such a strong personality. So because of my very chill personality, I think I've been able to bring you down to a point where you're intense, but you're still like very chill in the process. So my intensity has become wrapped with your zen. Chillness. Parang avatar. No, that's true. That's true. I don't know if Megan is able to properly, yeah, uh, properly describe that. But my intensity was very tiring. Not only was it tiring for the people around me, but it was tiring also for myself. It was physically and mentally draining. Oh, I could remember like when you would do a lot of work, you'd be like, I'm so tired, but I want to do more. And you always wanted to do so much more than you were capable of. And I was like, hey, slow down. You don't always need to push yourself to 110. Because even in working out, you need rest days. Yeah. And you also need to rest your mind, your heart, and your soul every so often. Yeah, so basically what Bones is saying is she was able to give me balance. And that's so important for us on a relationship level and on an individual level. So she balanced out my intensity and that made me enjoy life more. It allowed me to take breaks. It allowed me to be happy with the work that I've done instead of just moving on to the next one and then the next one and then the next one. And uh, I like these two examples that we gave, what I gave and what you were able to give because I think it's also very clear now. We've had around 13, 14 episodes of Behind Relationship Goals. The viewers who have been with us since episode one, you can see clearly how our personalities are now. Mm -hmm. And now that we're telling you how we were before, I think the evolution is so clear and you can really draw a path to how we were able to grow. And that sounds really nice. And I'm really proud of us. So we kind of gave you guys a background of how our personalities used to be and how they are now. And I think it's time for a little story. Okay, go. What's your story? It's about our personalities. And it kind of connects with the video. Because like I said earlier, you relate to the independent girl in the video. And I relate to the boyfriend. You are very independent. And early on in the relationship, the way that I perceived things in a relationship was, ko ano yung gusto niya, dapat gusto ko rin. And if you wanted to do anything, I'd be like, oh, sige, gawin na lang natin yung gusto mo. So little things like you asking me where we wanted to eat, and I would just say, ikaw na bahala, or ikaw na magplano, ikaw na magdecide. Little things like that added up in the relationship and eventually caused a strain between us because you would always think, Bakit ako na lang lagi nag I want to hear what she has to say. I want to hear her thoughts. Where is that person that always had an opinion? I want Bones to be able to decide. Thank you so much, Bones. That, that reminds me of a very important story that I can connect to this okay. one. Um, so the story is, Bones was very much a follower and she allowed people to decide for her. And in our relationship, she wanted me to decide for Mm -hmm. her every single time. Where do we go? Where do we eat? What do we do? 
how do I do this? How do I decide this? Even for work, for play, for recreation, yeah. she would always defer to me. But here's the thing. I know that for some for some couples or some relationships, they like that. They like being yeah. able to take care of their partner. partners in that way. However, I viewed our relationship differently. Yeah. Because for me, taking care of you meant that I needed to be able to take care of myself first. Yeah. And vice versa. So the story is, I wanted Megan to be able to show me that she could decide on her own, that she could live on her own, yeah. that she could survive on her own, regardless if I was there or not. Because if I knew that she could take care of herself, I would be confident this girl can take care of me as well. Yeah, exactly. Because a relationship, the way that we see a relationship is it's a partnership. It's not a one-way street where you just take care of me or I just take care of you. We have to be there for each other, and that's how a relationship blossoms. I remember this one thing that I did to you. Um, this was in the middle of our relationship, so anywhere between year five, six, seven. Was it? Okay. Okay, and I told Megan, this was intense. I think at this time, we were kind of fighting. We were going mm -hmm. through some issues, and I told her, hey, Bones, I'm going to marry you. We were engaged at that time. Yeah. At that time. And I said, when we have kids... And something happens to me. I need to know that you can take care of things on your own. Oh, Bones, don't cry. Oh, she's going to cry. <laughs> what? Don't cry. We're doing the podcast. I know, but this topic We're gonna always, zoom in on her. But anyway, always makes me cry, Fofo. This was how I justified my position. Because Bones liked being babied. She liked passing things on to me and being a bit more passive. But I told her, dude, if something happens to me, I need to know that you got this. I need to know that regardless, you can take care of everything that I took care of and at the same time, you take care of what you need to take care of. Because for me, if something happens to you, I will be prepared. Okay? I owe that to you and I owe that to our relationship. And that's how I saw my relationship with Bones. I saw it as two strong people who could catch one another if ever anything happened. Gosh. She's, <laughs> she's crying. Sorry, I'm crying because the topic of... I know, but just the thought of you not being there, it really scares me. Yeah. I must say that in comparison to the first time that I met Bones, wow. It's like night and day in terms of how she's able to carry herself and be an independent person. And not just an independent person, an independent person who can take care of other people. Can I be the ilaw ng tahanan, Fofo? Good job. I, I, I guess so. Do you even know what that means? No, that's why I'm just saying I guess so. It means mother. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> the mother of the household. Ilaw ng tahanan is mother? I think so. Sure ka ba? Parang hindi naman. But anyway, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Just a small funny anecdote to lighten things up because Bones is already like becoming Emotional. a waterfall. Last year, before we got married, I gave Bones a financial test. <laughs> you see, I take care of <laughs> Okay. I take care of all the finances at home. Um, I'm the one who segregates the money, I'm the one who does the accounts and the balance sheets. And every two weeks I have a meeting with Bones and I tell her what is up. And then I realized, wait. 
if something does happen to me or I'm away or I'm incapable of doing something, does Bones know what to do? Like, does she know what bills to pay? Does she know which money goes into which bank? Yeah. Does she know how to monitor the expenses and monitor the income that's coming in? And you thought of this because when our dad left us and mom went to the States, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Yeah, you didn't even know you had bills to pay for. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, but anyway, back to my story. So I gave her like a 30-minute quiz. And I was just talking to her. I was just shooting questions at her like, okay, Bones, when you get your pay slip or you get this check, what are you going to do with it? And she's like, I will deposit it here. Okay, every when do you pay for these bills? I pay for it on these dates. And she completely passed. (laughs) Every single question, no fail. And it made me the happiest person in the world because I know that those were some qualities which she never had to bother herself with. Yeah. And for me to know that off the top of her head, without any preparation, I just asked her and she knew exactly what to do. Made me super duper happy. Good job, Bonds. Just say that you love me right now. Love you, Bonds. <laughs> it's her birthday, by the way, at this time. Yeah, of we're shooting the podcast on my birthday. So happy birthday to me. And with that, the final quote of the Quentin Jollibee video apart ended with this. True love is not just about me but always about we and i think our stories support that quote very much it's teamwork basically it really is teamwork and for me the biggest point that i was happy to share with everybody watching and listening to this podcast is the one where you should be able to be independent as an individual but at the same time, be able to carry the load of your partner. Yeah. And I don't think that's a weight that should be put on just one partner. I think both should be able to do it. I know that this is going against the patriarchal traditions of last generation, several generations ago, where it was always the guy would do this and then the girl would do this. Mm-hmm. But nobody said that that's the only way of doing things. Yeah. If there was a time when I had a low point, you would need to be there for me. And what better way to do that than knowing how to do things on your own, like you said, and vice versa. And now we move on to the last Quentin Jollibee video. It is entitled Space. And before we get into what actually happened there, I wonder if you guys notice the Jollibee bobblehead behind me (laughs) wearing a Baron Tagalog. Jollibee gave it to me like years ago. And I still had it. And it is so cool that I got to use it as a prop. Right? Cool. It's right here in our cuento. But anyway, moving back to the story. So Bones, what happened in this video? This is actually one of the more... Um, Kenkoi ones. Comedy Kenkoi videos that they had. Yeah. So in this video, it shows a guy expressing his love to his girlfriend. And obviously, it's too much for her. She thinks it's over the top or nakakahiya. To some extent. Or to some extent, one-sided. Yeah. So he ends up, well, they end up cooling off for a bit. And eventually he finds somebody else and showers her with the same kind of love and effort. And she becomes the one. She becomes the one. And uh, this is a very common situation that people find themselves in. Do you (laughs) believe that? I think so. Because a lot of friends, you know, you talk to your friends and their love lives and you see this situation happen a lot where maybe there was a college girlfriend and you thought she was the one or he Mm -hmm. was the one and there was nobody else. 
And as you grew up, you never let go of that idea. And because you never let go of that idea, you never allowed yourself to experience anything else. Yeah, I remember when Mick and I first started dating. And actually, we do have an experience that directly ties into that topic. Because yeah, the situation that happened the situation. in the video. Because I remember when we first started dating, one of the things that really, really stuck with me with what you said is that your past relationship, the one before mine, was amazing. It okay. was your greatest love. She was your did greatest I love. Did I say, did I tell you that, that she was my greatest love? Did I say point, that? Did I, I say greatest? I don't know. Like you said that. But I did say it was an amazing relationship. You, got, you sure. had an re- amazing relationship. And you didn't know if our relationship was going to surpass that. That happiness. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's true. And that sucks. But it was honest. You were honest. And I wanted to be honest right from the get-go. As you guys know, honesty is a pillar in our relationship. And it was a bitter pill to swallow. So yeah, because at first I was like, ah, okay. So but di ka na lang don. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Inisip ko rin naman yun. But then I had to think very clear about it. I was like, okay, he may not feel that way yet, but maybe somehow along the way, he will feel something different. And so here's the story. Okay, okay. Okay, we dated for 100 days. On January 6, Bones became my girlfriend. So it was a short time for us to get to know each other. Yeah. Still the honeymoon stage, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Still still getting to know you stage. Yes. So when it became us on January 6, it was still very clear to me that, okay, yes, I loved you. But how deep was that love? 100 days into a relationship yeah. at age 23, age at age 21. 21. So sa totoo lang, how deep was that love? Um, Kanta yun, ah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and you compare that to my first girlfriend who I was with for around two and a half years and there was a lot more depth there because there was mm-hmm. just so much more time for it to grow and to blossom. Yeah. So I was honest. During those first few months that I was with Bones, I told her that I would make cuento about that relationship and yeah. how I felt it was an amazing relationship. But we were young and that's why it ended. But maybe around six to eight months later, there was a beautiful moment, which I think I was able to tell in one of the podcast episodes. I would just love to repeat it here because it's so apt. Six to eight months into that relationship after I had asked her, I went up the bones because I felt it was an emotional feeling. It was just a realization. And I felt that bones was the person who I loved the most in all the years that I lived. I mean, yeah, there was a small sample size. I had my first girlfriend and then it was Bones. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. That's not supposed to discount what you feel for another person. Yeah. So I just knew that that's what I felt for her and I told her. And on a personal level, that made me so happy. Because you never really know. I just allowed myself to be open. I allowed myself to feel and get to know you. And... Luckily and fortunately enough, you the one, Bones. What's up? Buti naman kasi pinakasalan mo na Dapat lang. No, but that was very nice because I think now that I've shared that, that's such a scary moment for most people. That when they find what who they think is the one 
And then, for whatever reason, they break up. Yeah. Ayo na nila maghanap. They're always just clinging on to, to the, the hash- past. Not hashtags. The quote unquote, the one that got away. Because you always think that a past relationship that was really great, that's the extent of what happiness can be. Diba? But honestly, if you make the most out of what you have in the moment, then you never know. It could surpass that. Because you're focused on the person you're with then, not the person you were with before. And I think that's very important also. Because some people tend to compare, I guess, their current relationships to their past relationships. And you did also. I did. I did. And I had to realize that um, comparing did me no good. Yeah. It gave me no happiness. Like, what was the point of comparing? Can I do a food analogy for this? Okay. 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 Imagine this one. What if you Make went... Make it Jollibee food. Yeah, I know. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> Imagine you went to Jollibee Pangasinan and had your first chicken joy. Okay. Grabe. Amazing. Talagang mind-blown ka talaga. Yeah. Diba? With the gravy and yeah. the rice. Sarap. Okay? And then years later, okay, for whatever reason, you didn't have chicken joy. But okay. you're going to have it again. And when you had it, but the thing is, you always had this crazy idea or expectation in your mind that it had to be exactly like the first one. And because of that idea and expectation, hindi mo na enjoy yung pangalawang experience mo yes. chicken joy. But the thing is, if you took that comparison and expectation out, you would have been as happy as you were the first time. Exactly. So, ano yung point of having that comparison? The past will always remain the past. You will never mm-hmm. get that back. What you always have is the present. So, you might as well make the most of that. Make the most out of the feeling yeah. rather than the situation. Yeah, I think people tend to get stuck, especially now since we're made so aware of the great better things in life yeah. like oh there's a better burger here oh there's a better something here there's a better experience here that when we try something we're always gauging it against that something else mm-hmm. na wala naman dun sa harap natin yeah, exactly so I think a lesson that we can learn from this video is also to be in the moment and to enjoy these moments yeah I'm gonna connect it to Kobe again okay. he was with us for too short a time but what happened to him reminds us that we should enjoy every moment that we have and not spend it comparing. Another thing that I want to talk about from the space video is how the guy would express his love. Oh, okay, go. I think that's very important because we all express love differently. So if you look at the video and you see him with his first relationship, he's very expressive. He wanted to take care of her. So... I see his love language as acts of service. The girl, his first girlfriend, didn't see it as love. She saw it as annoyance. Maybe clinginess. Maybe clinginess. Because I think, hindi yun yung love language niya. And they didn't have that open communication at that time to realize na, ah, love pala yung pinapakita niya sa akin. Oh, so basically, yung guy was doing things na pinapakita niya yung pagmamahal niya, but the girl was receiving it, but not thinking that that was love. Love. Because she probably perceives love differently. So, yeah, you're right. You're, you're so right. Good job, Bones. Um, May love ka lang naman sa akin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday. <laughs> but anyway, I think 
the root of that was just miscommunication. Yeah. And I think that's why for you and me, we always try to be so honest with one another in the midst of frustration, yeah. of fights, of issues. Because it's easy to be honest when you're happy. Yeah. Right? It's hard to be honest when there's frustration you're upset. and shame yeah. and fear. And that's the challenge. When you're able to do that, then you're able to work through those. I mean, imagine if I were an acts of service kind of person and I would do all these things for you. Pero yun pala, the way you saw it, ano ba to? Dami-dami niyang ginagawa, nakakainis na siya. Yeah. Actually, can I just say something that I realized? Before, when we would fight, the few moments that we would fight and you would get mad at me, diba, I would be quiet. Yeah. But you know what I was doing? I was cleaning. Because I was trying to make up for the mistake that I that I made <laughs> by cleaning and making everything look nice around me first. <laughs> I don't know why, okay, but I, I would let my let everything out through that. Okay, that's funny. It's funny, you know, like now that I think about it. And like I never noticed that at all. But you would notice that I wasn't talking, but I was just doing other things. Yeah, and you were probably thinking. Why isn't she talking to me and why is she doing something else? Yeah, what in the world is she doing? So for Bones, she was thinking parang she was making up for things already by cleaning. <laughs> and then in my head, I was like, Aba, loko-loko to. Anong ginagawa niya? <laughs> Nag-uusap kami, maglili- biglang maglilinis. So, yeah, that's funny. Diba? But there, but eventually, through us opening up and communicating, we were able to find... Um, a middle ground for us to be able to express ourselves and eventually work through our problems. You know what our, I think our relationship mantra is? One of our mantras. What? It's bring out the best in your partner. Always. If you can't bring out the best in your partner, then something wrong is happening. I like that. Okay, I agree with that. And that's gonna I'm gonna seg I'm gonna use that to segue into the quote. I know because that's why I brought it up. <laughs> the video. True love is not looking for someone better. It's seeing the best in the one. And back to my food analogy, there's always going to be something better. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna be someone because it's an opinion. Better yes. is an opinion. Yes. But if you're always gonna focus on that better, even though it might be attainable to you mm-hmm. or not. The best thing is the one that's right in front of you. The one that's happening now. Because honestly, there could be a better person for you. There could be a better person for me. That's true. But I don't want that other person. I want to be with you. And I choose to make the most out of this relationship that we have and make it the best thing possible. Umiyak ka naman. Ikaw naman yung umiyak. Hindi. Kung gusto niyo ako makita ang umiyak, Panoorin niyo yung teleserye ko. <laughs> Nakapag-promote pa ako. <laughs> but on that nice, happy note and that beautiful GMA promo, I think this Wait, podcast anong, has come to an end. Anong pangalan ng show mo para at least alam niyo? Oh yeah, Love of My Life. Hindi mo naman binanggit. Hello, Ernest, our friend that owns the coffee shop chapter. <laughs> yeah, we would just like to shout out to our favorite coffee makers. That is Chapter Coffee and Roastery. And the owner, Ernest Martin, just saying hi. And on that note, <laughs> we would like to end this podcast. And I hope you guys all enjoyed our experiences and how they tied into Kwentong Jollibee. Yes, we hope you enjoyed Kwentong Behind Relationship Goals. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to us. And at the same time, subscribe to Jollibee Studios. We will see you in the next podcast.
Hashtag behind relationship goals. Bye. Bye.